So most people are stuck in red race because they don't really have a framework for getting out of that system of exchanging your time for money and always feeling like you are caged by responsibilities of work and mortgages and other people and you name it, right? Because most of us, we have a life that we don't really enjoy because we don't have freedom. That's the most important thing for me to enjoy my life. If I do really hard work, but I know it's for myself and I am able to earn a good living and have freedom, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to suffer and sweat and work my ass off because I know it's worth it. However, if you keep working and you do hard things and it's not giving you any freedom, it's not giving you a sense of self-worth, then you'll feel bad. So how can you get out of that? In this video, I'll share my story of how I went from basically zero to becoming financially free. And I'm not going to focus on numbers and how much money you need to earn, what your freedom figure is. I, I've seen other people talking about that, but I think that is counterproductive. If you start, you need a system and I'm going to give you that plan. Uh, just a quick background. If you don't know who I am, I'm an author and I'm an entrepreneur, an investor, and a course creator. I've published seven books, generated more than a million bucks in terms of royalties and course sales. I have uh, properties that I rent out and I invest in the stock market too. So I've been able to buy my financial freedom since 2020 and I started in 2015. Now, let's get down to the roadmap that I used. For some people, this might be too extreme, but I wanna, before we get to the framework, think about financial freedom as an ex extreme target as well. So you need to be extreme. If you think that you can become financially free or successful or a millionaire or very rich and be extremely happy by doing average work or normal work, honestly, that's never going to happen because if you want to accomplish out of the ordinary things, you have to do out of the ordinary work to get there, right? So the first step is related to what I said, and that is you have to commit. If you commit to financial freedom, you have to be so serious about it that you will say to yourself, I am going to get rich or die trying, as 50 Cent once said it, because it's truly very difficult. And I don't want to scare you because... <laughs> Uh, a lot of people are put off by the world word difficult and it should actually motivate you because if you think to yourself, oh yeah, it's, I'm going to do it. I'm excited. I want to do it every day. I want to get up and I want to work towards that goal of becoming financially free. Then you can do it. But if you are put off by it and you feel like, oh, I don't know, like maybe what will happen? Uh, can I do it? Work on your self-confidence first because a lot of people, they jump into something, they don't have, have self-confidence, they quit, and maybe they never start again. So if you feel like you don't have that self-confidence, work on that first. How can you do that? Develop skills. Start learning things. Start putting them into practice. See the results. 
feel better, right? You can't talk yourself into self-confidence. All of that, the secret stuff, the like, you know, positive self-talk, it's great. It'll make you feel better for a minute, but it won't help you to achieve anything, right? It might make, put you in a better mood, but it, even without the secret, if you have skills and you can provide value, you'll get there, right? So self-confidence is really important and you need to commit. If you commit to becoming financially free, you, you're all, already halfway there. You're just waiting for the moment it will happen. And I honestly believe that is true because the moment that I committed, nothing could really get me off my path. Like I lived with my parents for three years. The only thing that I did was work and nothing else. And that brings me to my second step, which is live extremely cheap or frugal or simple or whatever it is. So I lived in London before I started. And honestly, I was making a decent living at an IT research firm. But I, at the end of the month, I, I would I would have like two or three hundred pounds of savings. I would spend almost all on rent, on going out, buying suits and clothes and whatever for my job. And that is the rat race, right? Because you work, work, work. You feel like you're moving forward. But at the end of the day or at the end of the month and year, you don't have anything to show for. You don't have property. You don't have savings. You don't have investments. You don't really have skills. You just learn how to operate in a business. But that's it. So that is something you have to get out of. I did that by you know, moving to my hometown and some people see it as a defeat i saw it as winning because i went back lived with my parents they didn't charge me rent so i could save all of my money and of course first year i didn't make money at all with my business so it it comes in handy because like becoming financially free and like saving money investing money it takes a long time you'll hear about the winners like people who started a business and sold it within a year and say, oh, I'm an eight-figure entrepreneur or whatever. Those are really, those, those things don't happen that often, right? For us, normal human beings, we have to do it the hard way. Like for me, I'm an immigrant. My family came to the Netherlands with nothing. I, I was always the the only non-white kid in my school. I dealt with racism. I dealt with a lot of things in my life. And still, I was committed to making it happen because it doesn't matter how many roadblocks you face. You have to keep moving forward because if you don't, you, the only answer is that you will lose, right? So you have to keep trying, keep trying to win. So I come back, I save money. I don't do anything. I don't go on vacation. I don't go out. I just work, work, work. And that's all I do. I save my money. So if you want to be wealthy, you have to be extreme and a little bit crazy for a few years, right? And there's something that David Goggins also talks about when it comes to fitness and to achievement as well. He says, it's okay to be unbalanced for a while. Like when you get to where you want to be, then you can be balanced, right? But don't expect that you can get to like uh, high places in life 
by being balanced, by being normal, by being average. It doesn't happen, right? So you have to find a way to save a lot of money, whether that's moving out of expensive cities, which I think are the biggest scam on earth. If you live in a big city, you're just basically part of a scam because people, like, look at all of the wealthy people. They all live outside of the city and their mansions and whatnot, and they have properties and businesses in the city because we stupid people we moved to the city and honestly i'm talking about myself i did this for many years i was lived i wanted to live in cities and i lived in cities and i would spend all my money and i would fall in the trap of entertainment oh like move to a city you'll meet new people it's fun it's nice it's this and that but that the, like like i said after a while you look back what did i accomplish what do i have oh some nice memories congratulations you can't buy anything with memories, right? So it, it, it's really uh, one of the the things that I'm very happy about. Now, looking back, I got to tell you, like some, some mo- like many moments, 2015, 16, 17, 18 even, I was like, oh, man, why did I come back here? It's boring. Like, you know, I have to go out and move. And like I live in the north, like an hour and a half away from Amsterdam. So... It's cheap city, and I like it, and looking back, I'm glad I did it, because now I have everything that I wanted, and I'm happy, you know? So, step number three, you have to find a way to control your income. So, a lot of people start with this. They start with controlling the income. They say, oh, you should start a business, uh, do some freelancing work, uh, quit your job, do this, like, start drop shipping, whatever. Now... Controlling your income is really important because if you have a job that you just get a salary, you can only save to up to a maximum amount of money, right? You don't control your income. You can't say, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to work, smart, work smarter, and I'm going to earn more money. That It doesn't work that way in most jobs unless you're a ceo or you work in sales at a startup that compensates you very well now how do you find a way to control your income there there are only a few ways one the the best way is to start a business the most wealthy people on the planet are business owners you can start many kinds of businesses i i started a writing business started producing books and courses that's how my business you can get in any type of business that you want but the key to a business is that you control your destiny you can control your income it's a it's a it's a big responsibility so it's not for everyone but if you want to be financially independent you really have to find a way to control your income now some people say freelancing now the way that I see it, freelancing is also a business. It's just a one-person business. You have to operate your career as a business if you're a freelancer. Now, the only downside of being a freelancer is that your you, your income is tied to your uh, the, the amount of time that you spend. But fortunately, with new technology and AI and all of the great software solutions there are, if you are in, in digital types of businesses, digital work, 
freelancing, you can hire other freelancers. If you are the brains, you can hire people and use AI, use software, etc., where you can break free from the trap of exchanging your time for money. So if you are a freelancer, it's very important to think like a business. And the way that a business works is that as the business owner, I am not tied to the amount of uh, time that I spend in the business. I create the business, build the foundation, and when, when it's rolling, my income has no ceiling, right? I could sell, and, and you know, in the, um, uh, any number of books. I can sell any number of courses, but I created those courses in the past and books in the past, so I'm, it's not tied to the amount of time that I spend on creating those things. So you really, like, the, this is the key. If you want to be financially independent in five years, in a short amount of time, you have to control your income. You have to find a way that you can work smarter or save costs or, you know, work in a different way that you can maximize your revenue or income and also maintain uh, or save on costs as well because the profit, that's what you need to look at, right? So that's the most important thing. Then step number four. Soon as you start making money, start investing. I the first investment serious investment that I made was I bought an apartment. So basically between 2015 and end of 17, I only work, 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 save, 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 and then when I had a decent amount of money, I put the money down, bought an apartment, and then I bought the apartment with the strategy in mind that I'm not going to live here for a very long time. Within the next two or three years, I want to move out and then rent out the apartment. So that's the big, big investment that I made. And then like within two years, I got to know someone in my building who wanted to sell. And then I bought that person's apartment outright with cash because I had the opportunity and was at a very low price and I had to act fast. So I didn't want to wait for financing because I thought, okay, I can buy it. If I want to refinance it, if I need the cash, I can always do that. So I executed and then I had two apartments and I moved out and I bought another place and I had two rental properties, right? So that's how I got started. And then immediately once I had my real estate, I also started to invest in the stock market as well. So all of the money that I started to make went into investments, but not immediately. Now, one of the things that I do think is right is to start investing in the stock market with small amounts. This is something that I developed later on. And if I would go back, I would definitely start investing in stock market earlier on in, you know, in, in, in the way that I do now, which is basically buying an S&P 500 index fund every single month um, but you want to get started with some form of investing once you make some decent amount of money you don't have to make uh, like six figures or whatever but you start making some decent amount of money when i bought my first apartment i think i made something like 90k that year and i was like oh that's pretty good because the prior year i made like 50 or something and then before that it was i think 30 or 15 I, I can't remember first year it was like five or six grand and then 
moved up and up and up. And then from 2018, I started making six figures. Now, the thing with investing is that a lot of people, they rush into things. Just take your time, learn, study, learn more about investing, and then get started. Don't make any stupid decisions. And one thing to keep in mind, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So avoid that and also avoid things that you have have no knowledge about. All right, step number five, start creating more income streams. It doesn't necessarily have to be passive income streams at, at that stage, but start creating more income streams. So the way that I did this was with the rental property, because obviously when I bought it, I lived in it, so it wasn't an income stream. So I had my business, I had multiple books, which are also multiple income streams. I had multiple courses. So I kept creating co new courses and new books every single year. So I have a writing course, I have a productivity course, I have a, a course on how to start a business, I have a course on how to get started with investing. So I have all these different types of categories. So if at a time, some like maybe people might not be interested in one topic, they might be interested in another one. So I diversified through that, plus having rental property. Now, those things are not passive because I kept working on those things, but it's very important to diversify your income streams, have multiple ways of earning a living and also for example experimented with a paid community that i ran for a while which did well but i didn't really enjoy the work so i shut that down but i've done some coaching and consulting as well so i i knew for myself that i even if i don't have particular income streams right now i can create them instantly so that is also really important do you have the tools to quickly adjust and make a new income stream. So that's really important in case something changes in the economy, right? Because you, you, you have a goal, you want to get become financially free within five years. You, you need backup plans as well. So that's why this is so important. And then step number six, and this is important for long-term wealth retention and also wealth building is to maintain your simple lifestyle. So I've been making a lot more money every single year and I've been making a lot more money compared to when I started, but I pretty much have the same lifestyle that I had in 2015. Honestly, I haven't changed. I like I've upgraded my car and I'm about to upgrade my house, but I still live in the same city. I did not go and live in a, an expensive city. I don't. Ha I de didn't buy a boat or a vacation house. Uh, I did. I go on vacation like once or twice a year. And last year I spent some more time in uh, in Spain. Just you know, want to get out from the winter in the Netherlands. But that's not something that I do every single year. So on a day to day basis. I still have my se the same type of lifestyle that I had. And that's because I created a lifestyle for myself that I enjoy. And here and there, I spend on certain things. But I'm not a believer of in, in like, oh, man, like you, you have to have a 
luxurious or wealthy or rich lifestyle, you know, like those things. Some people like it. For me, it's not that important. Like you see these books behind me. That's what I love. I love to read. I love to run. I have a road bike. I have like the bike that I bought for road cycling that I have. uh, I'm pointing downstairs because it's downstairs, but it's, it's a Trek bike. But I didn't think to myself, oh, because I make good money, I'm going to buy like a fi- the 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 best bike there is because I live in the Netherlands and everything is flat, so I'm not going into the mountains, so it doesn't matter. I just bought basically an entry-level bike for a grand. Why? Because that's just who I am. And I, I get to enjoy it way more. Now, I do have an expensive car, which I like, but it's the first time that I did it, plus... I did it last year when I had my house and my income streams and my, you know, basically my future set up where I was like, okay, now I can spend easily on something that I like, but I would never do that. Like I, I didn't even have a car for the first two years or something. When I came back, I would just cycle or get my parents car. And then I bought a Fiat 500 for like four or five grand. And I drove that for a while. And then I bought a Volkswagen so I like I, I lived, lived simply and I enjoyed it. And, you know, building up those habits, I still enjoy a simple life. I don't feel like I need to upgrade my lifestyle at all. I, I'm, I'm now in the process of buying a bigger house, but, you know, I do it slowly and I don't have, need a big ma- mansion or something like that. You know, like I, I enjoy my lifestyle and that's the most important thing because if you enjoy your work if you enjoy your lifestyle you're content like warren buffett is worth billions and billions of billions of dollars he still lives in the same house that he bought in the 1950s i think right so everyone is different right but what matters is that you are comfortable with your lifestyle and I'm, I'm guessing, look, if you're watching this video until this point, right, you, you like the philosophy that I'm sharing with you. You're not one of those folks who says I need to own a Lamborghini and a mansion. I want to have a li- simple life and I want to have financial freedom. Well, you can do it. Like I did it. I started with nothing. And, and the thing like sometimes it's cheesy when people say, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. And but at the end of the day, it is true. Like if someone like me, I don't have particular talents. I wasn't born wealthy. I did it with hard work and dedication. And if people do it, and I'm not the only one, there are so many people who have done it. If you see other people doing it and they weren't particularly lucky or whatever, you can too. And if you have that belief, you can get there. So uh, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, do all of the YouTube things. Subscribe, like, and whatever it is. I also put uh, a, a small mini course together, which I call Wealth Strategies. It's about some basic personal finance stuff. Check it out. I'll add a link uh, in the description as well. And uh, until the next video, take care.